0: All right, today we're going to get to the nitty gritty. We're going to be talking about something that is going to be important no matter how large or how small your operation is when it comes to your podcast, internet radio station. And that is sales. Sales is the driving engine of the world. No matter how good your product is, no matter how great your information is, you have to be able to sell in order to get the momentum necessary and to keep the funding flowing to keep the program alive. Now, there are a couple of areas that we're going to focus on when it comes to how to generate funding for your podcast. There are areas that we focus on in particular that has been a great run for success rate at the open mic broadcast network. The number one is through donations. Donations are key, especially when you're talking about community regional content. The reason that is is because people know it's hard to find when we recommend if you're going to do a sports podcast like we do, don't go and try to fill a void that is already oversaturated. Professional sports, I love it, but it's already, as we mentioned, oversaturated. So when you hone in on a particular area or a particular level, we cover high school, college, and we do some local little league when it comes to baseball. Those are niched out markets that people cannot just go at the flip of a dial or the flip of a channel, find that particular topic. So when you create that, your content that you're producing, it helps people to understand that it's rare to have their school or program covered. It is an encouraging factor for them to help support the programming by making donations. And you can do that by using PayPal. We use PayPal because it's safe, it's secure, everybody knows it. They have cash app and all these other applications that people use today. But we find that PayPal has been a consistent stapler, especially for our listening audience. They're familiar with it and it's relatively safe and easy to use. The number two way that you can get funding coming toward your programming is by way of sponsorships. sponsorships are very vital, especially when you have local businesses that could benefit from the extra publicity that you would get attaching their brand to the content that you're covering, which is featuring local community programming. That goes a long way. You partner up with some local business people and create a win-win situation for everyone involved. Sponsorships are sometimes misunderstood when it comes to our number three way of getting funding, and that's through underwriters. Underwriting is a term that is normally associated with public broadcasting, community radio stations, college radio stations. You get underwriting, and those are businesses that are in the community, they're not necessarily looking for a return on the donation, or the underwriting that they're going to sign up for, they know it looks good for the company, it looks good for the community, and it shows that they are supporting things involved throughout the community. These three avenues are extremely effective when it comes to fundraising. There are other little tidbits that you could do when it comes to fundraising to help offset some of your costs. For the operation of your network now the fourth way of fundraising many people don't think about but it's something that you really need to look into and I wouldn't say right away but as you grow and build your podcast program and that's merchandising you could sell t-shirts you could sell coffee mugs you can even sell ball caps with your brand on it people could show support by purchasing some of your items that you have merchandise, You'll be amazed at how many people would like to purchase a coffee mug. You got a lot of coffee drinkers. They love to listen to podcasts and talk shows. Why not have them enjoying a hot cup of coffee while listening to your programming or wearing a t-shirt supporting your programming? So those are all kind of little tidbits. And there are a lot more that you can look into but we'll move on to the next step now, and that's counting up the cost. One of the most important things that you must know is how much it costs to operate your programming. And when you understand the operating costs, and when I say operating costs, you need to have it down to the nanosecond of what it costs for you to produce everything. We break things down from a year down to the month and even down to the hour of what it costs for us to generate a programming. That way, what sounds like overkill on the surface, you can have a better gauge on what to charge and ask for a suggested donation to help your program to keep flowing. When people ask all the time, well, how much should I charge? How much should I charge? Once again, those determining factors are going to help you get a true gauge of what is a fair market value for your production costs, for everything that's connected to production costs. The time it takes you to come up with the content, the time it takes you to script it out, the time it takes for you to edit if you're going to be doing post-production, and everything involved, all that has a cost factor. And that's how you come up with a bottom line. Now, there's a general rule that people should govern themselves by. And it may sound extreme to those who are just getting into the salesmanship part of it, but you should range a dollar per minute. And I know that sounds like that can get pretty expensive. It's $60 an hour is what it comes out to be. That's not as expensive as you think when you go and price, what it costs to get on any terrestrial radio station. And I know people are saying, well, this is not terrestrial radio. No, it's not, but it's just as valuable, if not more powerful than terrestrial radio. Remember, we talked about in our training series, terrestrial radio has a cutoff point. Internet radio podcasting is unlimited. You can go as far as your feed will take you. You can be worldwide where with a terrestrial radio station, you're going to be limited to the range. And once they run out of range, guess what the terrestrial radio station is doing? They are telling people to download their app and go ahead and continue listening to their programming. So understand, do not oversell, but don't undersell the value that your network would bring to the community. It is a very simple formula. Once you break it down and you might have to even start off. With bartering with some clients. People somewhat are skeptical, not real sure. They know they need the publicity, but not necessarily understanding how they could actually get it done. Another little tip that you could use to help you with some sales leads would be a simple flyer that you could make. I like to take one sheet of paper and create four flyers within one. They all Repeat the same message. You cut them up in four parts. So now for 100 pieces of paper, you have 400 flyers. And you want to make sure that the information on that flyer is going to be to the point. You don't want to try to tell your whole story on a flyer. The flyer is an attention grabber where you can just go ahead and say, here's who we are. Here's what we do. Here's how you contact us for more information. Make it short, quick, to the point. Big enough fonts where people don't have to strain to look at it. And if you would like to get fancy, then you could always invest in the postcards. The old postcards that you used to send off when you were visiting here, there, and everywhere. Those are great tools. You can go to Vista Prints or any online printing company. You can get some real creative and colorful postcards that you could distribute it that way. You can get anywhere from 500 to 5000 if you wanted to add a little pop to your marketing strategies to help not only gain new clients, but to let people know that you're in town, that you have a service that is going to be beneficial to the community. So if I were you, I would get two separate flyers working. A, a flyer to let them know that we're providing a service, quote unquote, in business. And then the second flyer would be to let people know that they have an opportunity for their message to be heard by partnering up with our programming. Another great way of getting your message out, letting people know that you're in business and there's an opportunity for them to partner up with you, is to make a simple tri-fold brochure. You put the right information in there. Make sure that it's not date-sensitive. When I say date-sensitive, you put the information in there that's going to be relevant, that no matter when a person picks it up and read it, is still going to hold true trifold brochures are absolutely powerful and they're miniature billboards for you that you could have displayed laid out in local restaurants in town local businesses in town not only for that particular business but for people who are coming through that would like to take advantage of the opportunity to A, know that you're offering this programming and once again, an opportunity for them to partner up with you. And last but not least, for literally, pennies on the dollar. And that is simply using a rubber stamp. You can use a rubber stamp with some neon colored sticky pads. Put your message on this sticky pad and you can post them on car windows, in department store parking lots, church parking lots, anywhere there's a public gathering, you're talking about very quick, efficient way of getting your message done. It is so cheap. You can buy a rubber stamp for twenty bucks. You can get assorted color sticky pads for maybe five, ten bucks, and you have as many instant flyers to get your message across. Now you can't get An entire paragraph across, but be creative and don't be afraid to purchase more than one stamp for various messages. And these are creative and fun ways to build your brand throughout the community. Let people know that you're in town. So, as we summarize things when it comes to your fundraising, you have four categories of fundraising donations sponsorships, underwriters, and merchandising. Mix and match those. Find out what truly works in your area and go out there and make it happen. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. As always, we thank you guys so much. Until the next time, be blessed. We'll see you on the other side.